Thank God we had a break. Because there was no way I was going to come behind Emilio Jr. Thank you, Jesus. God's good, amen? If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Psalms. Psalms 27. If you don't have a Bible, look at somebody else's Bible. A fresh anointing. When you have to say amen. And where God reads like this. I thank God for having me here. Amen. I thank God for Pastor Raymond and Mama Heather. Amen. And the whole staff of Ben Willen for putting this event together. Amen. I thank God for the overseer of Living Word, Pastor Reuben. Raining, that's real Papa, that's real. Amen. Come all the way in from California. Come on and give Jesus a clap of amen. Amen. Thank all the pastors that's coming in. Pastor Edge, Pastor Manuel. Coming all the way from California, amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Daniel come from San Antonio. Pastor Wanton. Pastor Hector from Mathis. Amen. Amen. And the surrounding pastors, uh, Pastor Nick, Jojo, Jojo over in Chicago, amen. And, and, and Pastor Nick from Fort Worth, it's, the, the conference is a blessing, amen. And uh, you have pastors come from all over, they can be doing a whole lot of things, but they came to and pardon us. Amen. Amen. Pastor Emilio from Houston. Amen. Amen. Hello. It's coming from everywhere. Y'all heard Junior wait till you're a senior. Amen. God bless y'all. Amen. Well, I'm glad to be here. Amen. Thank God for having my lovely wife here with me today. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. But if you have your Bibles, I ain't going to say. <laughs> Psalms 27, amen. That's good, amen. It's good to have a wife. Amen. It's good to have a wife. She know you better than anybody. Amen. And the word I reads like this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom should I dread? When the evildoers came upon me to devour my flesh, 
My adversaries and my enemies, they stumble and fail. Though a host encamped against me, my heart will not fear. Though war rise against me, in spite of this, I shall be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord that shall I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. For in the days of trouble he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent he will hide me. He will lift me up upon a rock. And now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. And I will offer in this tent sacrifices of shouts of joy. And I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Amen. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, I will be gracious and be gracious to me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I shall seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me, nor forsake me. O God of my salvation. For my mother's, my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me up. Teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me in a level path. Because of my foes. Do not deliver me over to the desire of my adversaries. For false witness have arisen against me in such a breed of violence. I would have despair unless I had I would have had despair unless I had believed that I would seek the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong. And let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. Amen. Amen. What I'd like to speak on this morning is the battle-tested arrow. Come on, Come on somebody. Amen. The battle-tested arrow. Let me, let, me, let me bring it home. What I'd like to speak on this morning is everybody here that think they go through hell. Huh? That everybody going through something, everybody go through something. Been battle tested. Huh? Hello? Some people been battle tested because they don't get a phone call. Some people been battle tested because they don't get a pass. Some people get battle tested because they didn't get no cookies and no ice cream. Some people been battle tested because they didn't like the answer that was given to them. Some been battle tested because the devil trying to destroy your marriage. Some been battle tested because the devil trying to destroy your ministry. No matter what level we on, there's a battle. Can I get amen? amen. And, and, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to start out doing something. Let me slow down a little bit that I normally don't do, and really, I don't think about this. But I just want to thank the military. 
I, I never say, like, hey, I thank God for our military. I, I never say that, but as I was putting this together, we need to thank our military. What if they quit? I don't think sometimes we really know the protection we have when it comes to the military. People are giving their lives or putting their lives on the line every day, even the policemen. The, the, the little boy that dad's a police officer, his mom, he don't know if they're going to make it home. Amen. The wife don't even know if they're going to make it home. The husband don't even know if they're going to make it home. Amen? Amen? So I just want to start by thanking all the police officers, everybody that served in the military. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But as Christians, but as Christians, but as Christians, sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where we've been afraid and not clear on what's going on and circumstances and situations come about. It's called spiritual warfare. Amen. Amen. And in this, and in the Psalms, David shared with us some some ways that we can overcome. Because everybody's been battle tested on some level. Some been battle tested to go, or stay, to leave, to come, to quit, to give up. Huh? Some been battle tested. God said, "Wait, not yet." But look at verse 1. I'm going to take my time. And the Bible says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? He said, When the evildoers came upon me and devoured my flesh, my adversaries, my enemies, they stumbled and failed. See, David noted. The first order of business, David said, I'm going to praise God. And I don't think, I don't think we really sometimes comprehend the tool we have in praise and worship. I don't think sometimes, the Bible says that he trained our hands for war. He trained our hands for battle. And when we begin to clap, I got that joy like the river. Amen. I got I ain't gonna give up a single I can sing. But but I can make a joyful noise. But I promise you in the time of battle, I can make a good noise. Huh? But we're complain we're 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 confessing, we're proclaiming. He said, I've been rescued. I'm no longer a slave. But I'm a child of God. God saying, hey, look, this is the position you're in now. We sing it, but I don't think we really understand what we're saying and the benefit we have. It seems like that sometimes we're just surrounded by darkness. David said, but God is my light. 
my salvation, he's going to deliver me. When circumstances were beyond his control and the world crumbling at his feet, he turned to God. And sometimes when things don't go our way, we want to run from God and then tell God, follow me and help me over here. He said, no, you come to me. I can help you in my place. He said, see, God, God is not no coward. And we run. And expect God to follow us. God said, no. I got cojones. I'm going to stay right here. You come in my presence. Huh? Hello? If you run, why would God want to follow you? Huh? But David said, I'm going to turn to God. The stronghold of my life. With the protection. I'm not going to be afraid of anything. So we need to learn. How to hide. Under the almighty God. In the midst of battle. But our problem sometimes. We want to fight in the flesh. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We quick to fight one another. But we won't fight the devil. The main one is pinching your booty. He the one puts the thought in your head that makes you wake up on the bad side. He the one said, go get the purse. Go get the stuff out the store. Go do this and go do that. Then you blame the people that had nothing to do with what you did and you mad because they won't join you in your retreat of cowardice. See why David Facing circumstances. David said, I know the secret. When everybody was running from Goliath, David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine to defy the army of the Lord? We get a bad report. Oh, I got to go home. What you going to do when you get there? You running because you can't get a phone call, but you going to go try to pay some bills. We need to stay. You said, I want to go to work. The, the, the house of the Lord is work. It is work. God calls to reach lost souls. But see, we don't see it. Because sometimes we just look at self. Yeah, yeah. And as long as you look at self, you're trying to defend self. Because your mind is on self. See, in that earthly warfare, it requires confidence. But confidence in yourself, confidence in your pistol, your gun. Confidence on how you used to fight. You're confident in the weapon. But see, in Christ, that's warfare too. But there's spiritual warfare that causes us to have confidence in Christ. Amen. It's impossible 
to have confidence in somebody we don't know. Huh? Hello. And sometimes we get so lazy. Hey, you ever called? Hey, brother, let's pray for him. And everybody, Father, in the name of Jesus. And you kiss the guy. He, he not saying nothing. He not saying nothing. It's impossible to say something when you don't have nothing in you to come out. The only thing that come out of a person's mouth that don't have confidence in God is two things. I'm leaving and I want seconds. That's it. And both of those is looking at myself. Huh? Look how foolish it'll be if we put our confidence exclusively in our strength and all in our abilities. Hello? See, the psychological warfare is huge in the earthly battle, in the spiritual battle. Because the enemy played with your mind. Yeah. Pastor Emilio was saying, you put that in your mind. That's right. Amen. Hello? Amen. The same bread that it takes to say I'm leaving is the same bread to say I will trust in the Lord. Amen. The same bread that it takes, it's not right, is the same bread to say, God, I'm going to trust in you. God, you take care of me. God, I lift you up. Huh? See, our faith and our confidence in God is what challenged the enemy, not in ourselves. Once Satan sees your confidence in Christ, then he'll turn away and do something else. But when we have fear, Pastor Smith said on the breastplate, it's only in the front, there's nothing in the back. And David was up front laying the groundwork for a winning strategy. The first thing we gotta do is keep an open line of communication. And the first thing we, the enemy have us to do is shut down. You get in prayer and you don't say nothing like it's gonna hurt somebody else. Brother, you gonna pray? <laughs> You 40 years old. <clears throat> and you go to the elementary school, you can see the same thing in kindergarten. Peter, are you all right? <clears throat> you expect that out of Peter. You expect that. Hello. See, David said, keep an open line of communication. Look at verse 4. He said, one thing that I have asked from the Lord that I should see, that I may dwell in his house, dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He said, I don't care what goes on. 
If the devil going to preach my booty, he going to do it while I'm serving God. If the devil going to try to discourage me, he going to do it while I'm in the house of God. Whatever he's going to do to me, he wants to break in and do it right here. And we got to take a stand. We got to take a stand. But a, but a battle-tested individual, one thing about the telltale sign of a battle-tested individual, he's not going to hide what he's going through. What you see is real. Yes, that's where I'm at right now. But a person that don't know how to battle, every time you ask how it's going, he says, oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. No, you're not all right every day. I'm not all right every day. Is it going to be all right? It could be. But we're not going to be all right every day. Hello. So we got to be truthful. We got to say, God, I need you. But when a person don't grow up, when a person don't want to advance in life, they'll never have nothing good to say about how to go to the next level. Hello. They're doing time. And so many people, so many of us, kills the blessing of God in our own life by doing time. And then we go consult with somebody who don't serve the Lord wholeheartedly, and then we get the answer from them. Why don't you talk to your pastor? Why don't you talk to your leader? Huh? David said, I'm going to keep focused. Not, David not only kept his focus on God, but he also said, one thing. See, a one thing kind of person is specific. He said, I don't care what's going on, but there's one thing I know I'm not going to do, I'm not going to run. I might cuss you out. I might get mad, but I'm not going to run. That's one thing I'm not going to do. I'm going to take my mulletting going on. I'm going to take my discipline going on. But I'm not going to run. Tell the person next to you, hey, mama, how you doing? Hey, I didn't see you there. But I'm not going to run. And my mama. But I'm not going to run. Hello. Come on, somebody. But I'm not going to run. Huh? David said this one thing was to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life, that he may gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. Huh? David said, I submit, whether it get difficult in the battle, but as long as it's difficult while I'm on the inside, it's going to get difficult. But you might as well battle while you're on the inside. It do no good to battle outside the house of the Lord. You got nowhere to run to. But back to where we come from. Watch this. We came from sin. Well, we were serving before we came to the house of the Lord. What you going back to? And we don't see that. You said, no, it's not sin where I'm going. No, it's not until you get there. Because the sin of disobedience gets there when you get there. 
Hello. See, when God calls you, you walk into destiny, baby. Ain't no turning back. You go get those and bring them with you. Hello. Well, I got a wife and kid. Go get them and bring them with you. Huh? See, David was saying, I've been continuing in God's presence. I'm going to have an open communication at all times with him. I ain't going to never stop the dialogue of communicating with God. I don't care what I'm going through. I'm saying, God, I need you. Okay, God, how you going to do this? Well, I, I, I go through stuff all the time. You know what I tell God? God, you're going to tell your boy something. If not, I'm going to mess it up, man. Yeah. You got to speak to me, man. If not, I'm going to mess this whole thing up, man. Because the way I feel right now, I'm going to hurt somebody. If you don't tell me what to do, I'm, I'm going to mess this thing up, man. Yeah, you got to come talk to me, man. But I'm, I, I'm, 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 it's open communication. I'm honest. I ain't saying, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Uh, Dean J. Lee, can I talk to you? I, I think I'm going home. Go on, word. Name your house. You going to invade somebody else's privacy. You going to break in the house. They didn't tell you to come back. Hello. My sister, they drive me out. She said, I don't care what you're doing. You're not going back with us. And I'm, I'm sure they told you that too. But they didn't want to tell you that because you're going to jump back in the car. They said, have a good time. God's going to use you. I believe this is the best place for you. They're going to disguise in some kind of way. I believe we heard from God on this one. I believe God is speaking right now. Well, we're going to sign them in. Oh, no, everything's good. We're good. But now we hear them. We're in the battle. We're in the battle. We too weak to fight for God, but we strong enough to make somebody take us back. You don't want me back. Do you know what they're doing to me over here? Oh. Wait, wait, brother, can, can I talk in private? <laughs> hey, look, come get me. You don't know they got me pulling weeds every day. They don't even feed us. You, you don't know how hard it is right here. No, they got big bugs biting every day. Now, 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 remind you where you come from. It was big bugs, but you gonna complain about big bugs? No. Look, it's very unhumane here. Wait, wait, wait a minute, brother. Hold on. I'm just talking. Are you gonna come get me or not? And then they tell you, I'm not coming to get you. Then you just got, oh, you want me to catch the bus? Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> they ain't told you to catch no bus. They say stay right there. If God don't know what to do with you, or you will let God work with you, what can I do with you? See, we need to say, God, here I am. I ain't got nothing else to do. And sometimes we got to grow up. We don't like to grow up. Yeah. 
See, sometimes we got to wait. See, let me tell you something. Sometimes we wait for trouble come to get prepared. That's the wrong time to get prepared. Because you can't try to fix it and get prepared at the same time. And the enemy keeps us distracted so we won't be prepared. Every time in Bible study, we always got something to do. Every time it's time to pray, we always got something to do. Huh? Every time somebody teaches we don't like, we got something to do. Huh? See, we always got to train. You always got to train. And the training is set. Hey, prayer time. Hey, praise and worship time. Hey, Bible study time. Hello. It's time to go evangelize. Hello. But we always want to be busy when it's time to train. We always want to be busy when it's time to seek the face of God. Then we say, God, where you at, man? I've been serving you, man. Yeah. God said, but where you been when I've been calling your name? Huh? And we always trying to do something God didn't tell us to do. I'm guilty. But God always have a way of bringing us back. See, it's good to be in the battle. But it's better to battle in the house of the Lord. Because the enemy going to throw everything at you to get you out of position. Or to get us out of position. Hello. Are you with me, saints? See, some of us have become so accustomed to the school of hard knocks. We don't know how to listen no other way. I remember one time pastor said, uh, hey man, he tried to put, put me on a diet. And mean diets don't go too good. And then they had the guy in the kitchen who's supposed to be on the diet, cooking our, fixing our place, but he's supposed to be on the diet. And he continued to bring me lettuce. I said, why, why, why don't you see his plate? And then he walking around like, here I am, mad, because I got to eat two pieces of lettuce and I think it was some crackers and, and, and a piece of meat. That's, that was my battle. I wasn't trying to hear nothing from God, I was hungry. No, God, I don't want to talk right now. I know it. No. Mm -mm. I'm going to talk to you when I get some more meat. So I began, in my wisdom, I said, no, I'm going to go check Chris plate. So I know I looked around the whole kitchen. I know I looked around the whole kitchen. I know I looked around the whole kitchen. And I didn't see nobody. Huh? I didn't see nobody. Huh? And soon as I go for the key, because Chris had more, he, I think he had more crackers or pieces of meat than me. I looked around. I said, no, I'm going to get Chris food too. 
And the moment I grabbed it, I heard somebody laughing. What you doing, black man? <laughs> he said, you gonna steal his crackers, man? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. That was the biggest battle for me right there. I was trying to hear from God. I still didn't listen. And we were passing out flyers. I called them and said, Pastor, man, my knee is killing me. I'm going to call the ambulance. He said, black man, ain't nothing wrong with you. You need to lose some weight, man. Come on and finish them flyers. I said, Pastor, Pastor, man, my knee, man. He said, black man, click. So I wait. I told the guys, y'all can go. I'm waiting on the ambulance. So I waited. And they came and got me. And I went to JPS, just to hear the same thing. You got too much weight on one knee. <laughs> Hello. So I, so I called to the home, and Pastor said, what they tell you? <laughs> he said, just start walking home and finish the flight. Hello. Hello. He said, I don't want to hurt. And you think I'm ready to go home and I can even conquer a cracker? <laughs> yes. But what's your battle? What's your battle? And the enemy use anything that's so small to us do it to us. Look, that cracker was major to me. That was a gourmet meal to me at that time. And I was gonna go for all, all avenues to get me some more crackers and piece of meat. But that's how God works. He'll ask us to do the littlest thing that seems so insignificant to us. But it's a part of helping us make it. When they tell you to wait, it's because you're not ready. Well, I need a wife. Yeah, but you've only been in the home a year. Then they say, well, you know how long I've been waiting? They don't have nothing to do because nobody want to talk to you before you got you know, you don't know because you're going to go to. <laughs> Then you want to make the ministry pay for it because when nobody, uh, uh, you want to attract nobody out there on dope. <laughs> now you make the ministry feel guilty. Man, you know how long I've been waiting? Hey, it's not my problem because didn't nobody want to like you. <laughs> but, but we get mad. We, we, we get mad because the people in us, we try to make a phone call, won't answer their phone. Because of the consequences. That's the consequence of our actions before we came. And the battle is wait. Let me touch their heart, says the Lord. All you're going to do is beg. All you're going to do is plead. Because we always want our way until we grow up and try to see it God's way. Huh? But David said this one thing. 
I'm going to make sure I stay in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Are you with me? David was saying, he said, that I may spend the rest of my days in the house of God gazing at his beauty, gazing at his presence, studying God's word. Huh? And in the midst of that, two things happen. God become our rock, our protector. Then he began to elevate us above our problems. So we can see that the circumstances we're going through don't dictate our future moves. It's good for our soul. It's good for our character. It's good. Everything, everything that God did benefited his son. Everything his son did benefits us. And everything we do need to benefit others. See, David was a great warrior. But you never heard David having great victories outside the presence of God. Even when he counted the senses, God said, what you want me to do? Turn you over to your enemies? He said, no, God, whatever you do to me is good. It's just. Whatever you tell me is right. Anything you take against me is great. And sometimes... We try to outdo God in the midst of our battles. But God is the one that called us. If God called us, he's going to protect us. Watch this. God told me the other day. He said, Pastor, I think I'm cursed. I said, why would God curse the very thing that he created to replace the earth? Huh? Why? Why would he defeat his own hands? He said, I look for one man. But because our decision making sometimes takes us through areas in our life that's real great, we don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to handle it, but one thing I do know is how to seek the face of God. Are you with me, saints? The same way I was looking for that cracker is the same way I look for the face of God. Yes. Yes. But you know why? Because I had enough discipline to help me seek the face of God. Discipline drives us to the things of God. It's, it's time out for us. See, once you learn how to do discipline, you ain't got to worry about getting no discipline. See, there's a way to do discipline. Whatever they ask you to do, do it talking to Jesus. Do it. And you begin to communicate. There's no relationship established without communication. And we got to learn how to communicate. Communication and begging is two different things. We got to learn how to communicate and let someone communicate with us. See, David gave us the secret. How do you overcome the battle? He said, God, you told me to seek your faith that I did. We got to be obedient. Look what he said. In verse 8, he said, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I shall seek. Everything comes back. The battle perfects our character. The battle, we learn how to recognize our enemy. 
Huh? See, everybody can say they're with you when times are good. But you know who with you in tough times. Because only those who with you will stand through tough times. Character is built in tough times. It's impossible. Look at it. Watch this. It's impossible to reproduce that which you weren't willing to help produce. It's impossible to reproduce. What do I mean? He's saying, when I get my own ministry, I'm going to do this. You're not going to do it because you weren't willing to help your pastor do it. When a person, when you don't see a person not producing, when the coach is clear, he wasn't producing when it was hard. He just hide. He was drinking Red Bull and that stuff was looking good. But when God moved the covers, says, show me your fruit. Then we go with Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's in the training. You the armor bearer your pastor. Amen, amen. But the purpose that so if the pastor go down, you can feel the shoe. If he gets sick and can't speak, you need to be spiritual enough to go in. Amen. Not just look like him and dress like him, but seek his face, grab his heart, not his notes. Hello. Hello. See, God is calling for spiritual leaders. Spiritual leaders. Not hangout artists. I've been in the ministry 10 years. Yeah, but you've been hanging out 10 years or you've been producing 10 years. Huh? Hello. Your pastor hand you, you a leader, your pastor hand you the bill. What you gonna do? Well, Pastor, you don't give me the card? No, I ain't giving you no card. You make it happen. Huh? You make it happen. Huh? Huh? See, it always takes me back. My mother never told me she didn't have nothing to cook. She said, have a seat. Had your mom ever made some and there wasn't no meat, but when you when you ate it, you thought you had some meat? That's the love they put in it. Huh? See, that's the love. And when the mom at the house cook, everybody eats. I don't care if it's salad or, or turkey. It can be lettuce. It's going to be good, too. Hello. Now, had mama gave me the lettuce, I probably ate it without no problem. But Chris gave me the lettuce. He was hiding the meat. Hello, somebody. But see, that's a difference. See, the drug addict, like the little baby, they know when someone cares about them. You care around the pastor, but when the pastor's not around, you abuse him. But that's still a battle to love. That's still a battle to love. The battle is not to be a deception to your pastor. Not to be a deception to your leader. Huh? Take away the title. Would you still do the same thing? And see, the enemy 
always trying to burn us with this. The enemy said, well, you, you, you miss it. You, you, you lost everything you had. Or you lost this, you lost that. We can't lose something that's not yet been given to us. Only opportunity awaits. Let me say it another way. You can't lose something you never have. You got your whole future to gain what God want to give you. Come on, somebody. And sometimes we hold on to stuff God trying to tell us to let go. I'm guilty of that. Because sometimes we worry about how it's going to make us look. Take the leader and put him on the first trail. Oh, See if he don't get busy on doing something. Boy. But when you're a spiritual leader and you're humble, you never lead the first trail. Right. That's the most important trail in the home. And I think God is calling us in the era to run without titles. Who saved us? Jesus. You don't see apostle, brother, missionary, uh, Jesus? Jesus. Brother, do you know who I am? Yes, I know who you are and your mama too. You're a Mrs. Such and such son. That's all you are to me. And God is calling us because the world trying to blow us up. Nothing wrong with giving credit what credit is due, honor what honor is due. Your pastor is the pastor, you gotta respect your pastor. Your leader is your leader, you gotta respect your leader. But do you only function under title? And the enemy tried to make us miss the boat. Like, like uh, I think Zach was saying, you see, so many people do stuff, and you say, I'm still here. What about me? I'm still here. And, and then, the guy that never paid a price, always trying to worry about what somebody else done. While you's out there in the world, they here paying the price. Then you got the nerve to say something God bless them with. And we miss while we here. We miss. The reason God sent us to the home, sent us to the ministry, to get ourselves together. Why didn't you tell a dope dealer that his kids don't need what they got? But you come to the house and try to tell the leader what he don't need. And I think sometimes because the, the pastors are so humble, we cross the line of familiarity. And we don't take care of our pastor the way we should. Because we never learn to honor our father and our mother. That's the battle. Can you be a son? Can you be a daughter? Can you allow your pastor to speak into your life regardless of how you feel? The enemy is already trying to get the kids who don't know Christ to be defined towards authority. And now it's creeping in the house of God. Yeah. 
It don't bother us when we run our mouth against the leaders. It don't bother us when we talk bad to the pastor. It don't bother us that we're going back and forth with the pastor. I, I, I'm scared to argue with my leadership. Not physically afraid, spiritually. I ain't going to do it. That's one thing I'm not going to do. I might do a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to do that one. I'm a coward in that sense. But I ain't going nowhere. What's your battle? The battle-tested arrow is this. That person said, I'm in the battle. I'm going through what I'm going through. It is what it is. But I'm going to keep an open line of communication with God. I'm going to keep an open line of communication with my pastor. I'm not too proud to be here. If it wasn't for the Lord and the leadership I have and the parents I have in the Lord, I wouldn't be here. I'm very grateful. But sometimes we forget how to be grateful. We want the very people that's trying to help us make it to pay for what someone else did to you before you come to the Lord. And we need to change that today. We need to learn how to be grateful. Learn how to honor your leadership. David said it's one thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to stay in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And you might be saying, Pastor, God didn't call me to come in the ministry. Yeah, but he didn't call you to be a prostitute for the devil either. And fear grips us. And maybe all your life. See, no one comes to the house of the Lord without a problem. Whether it's physically emotionally and one of the things that the enemy burns the little boy's sonship he don't know how to respond to a man that's why they tell him you the man of the house no you're not the man of the house you don't pay no bills but we grow up not learning how to respond to a father because we don't know how to be a son and we never learn how to be a son he's just a man in the house we don't know how to be grateful for our spiritual fathers. We don't know how to be grateful for our spiritual mothers. We don't know how to be grateful for our leadership. Even if your leadership treats you bad, he's, he didn't do no worse than what the dope dealer did to us. And we put up that. Well, you don't have to. You got a God that you can seek his face every day. We need to turn it around. And we need to come back and ask God for the boldness to stay in his kingdom, to do the work of the Lord, and quit bailing out every time something happens. I'm leaving. Where are you going? It was a guy left the home this morning, and the guy pulled up, and the guy got out and said, Pastor, I'm getting my stuff. So I told the guy, hey, he said, hey, man, you got any more, I think he said, apartments to rent out, any rooms to rent out? So I already know the guy that told him to feel. 
I said, did that guy tell you he was a drug addict? Huh? I said, yeah, this is a home for drug addicts. We have people that are dope. Well, he said he's going to give me some gas money. That boy ain't got no money. <laughs> but what they didn't tell me, that both of them were struggling with homosexuality. Oh, So one playing up. And that's how the enemy wants us. To play a role. And some of us got so many issues that you know we ain't been able to tell nobody. But this morning you can give it to God. You can seek the face of God. You can lay it at the altar. This is what the conference is about. To come dirty and go home clean. Come dirty and go home clean. You don't care how the car looks going to the car wash because you know the car wash serves the purpose of cleaning the car inside and out. Well, this is the human car wash. That stuff been in our cup holders for years that we always overlooked. Hello. The cigarette lighter don't work no more. I Meaning the joy of life. We can't, we lost our joy. But this is the place, y'all. This is the place. That's all I'm saying. This is the place. If you've been battle tested, nobody knows where you are better than you. And he said, Lord, the enemy trying to get me. You might say, Lord, I want your keeping power. No, 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 hold on. Hold on, because I know it's good to repeat it. I don't want you to repeat it. And see, that's what the enemy burns. Sometimes we want to repeat stuff and then stay at your seat. No, I don't want you to repeat nothing this morning. We here, y'all. I ain't come way to Ben Wheeler. Hey, let me tell you something, y'all. I just had to move out my church building. Not, not because I couldn't keep it. Because God said it's enough. The guy you rent from burning and you ain't producing. You stretched out and it's taking you from doing other things. You know what the devil told me? Man, look what people are gonna say. Besides, I passed it to a long time ago. I won't curl nobody say long time ago, obey God. And immediately when I made the phone call and said, we're not going in next month. I don't, we don't owe no money now. Four doors open. But I said, God, I can focus on the man now. I can fix what needs to be fixed. And apparently, if I knew what to be fixed, I'd have fixed it. So he's going to have to show me. But I didn't come to being willing to play a game. I came here because I needed to. And I know God has the answer. I ain't too proud to bear. But that's my battle. 
What's yours? You want God to fix it? Come on to the altar.